Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sigmund Cinema Podcast, where we break down all things cinema, put them back together, and break them down again. Well, on this episode, finally, a topic I never thought I was going to be able to talk about ever, except for speculating that the damn thing <laughs> exists. But man, we, we finally got it. Um, the what was referred to as the Snyder Cut of Justice League, but officially the Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, it's finally here. I checked it out, plan on watching it several more times, but um, I'm going to give my review of that movie and a recap of the theatrical Jostic League because that's what it is now the josh whedon version of um justice league or the theatrical version uh, excuse me but yeah um very very interesting journey but we're not here to talk about that we are here to um go over the movie i, I just want to give you my quick thoughts on it a little in this mini sold as it is so I'm going to start with um, the Jostic League, <laughs> the Justice League, um, Whedon's, Josh Whedon's version from 2017, which now that we've seen Schneider's version, we know how much, um, ba- we know basically the whole damn theatrical version of the movie was basically reshot. Um, Josh Whedon got a writing credit for that movie. And it's obvious now they didn't want to, they wanted to avoid controversy with, you know, um, taking away Schneider's name from the um, director's credit of the theatrical version. Because now they could probably officially do it. I don't think it even matters. But yeah, we know it is Schneider's movie. So for those of you who don't know, um, DGA, Directors Guild of America Rules, require for a director to receive credit, he must shoot 50% of original footage that appears in the final cut of the movie to get a director's credit. And looking at the theatrical version, we, I think the number, you all can correct me, the number for the theatrical version of um, the percentage of footage that Whedon shot is about 80%. So basically 20% of Whedon's I'm sorry, 20% of Snyder's footage appears in the theatrical version. So, so anyway, the movie came out in November 2017. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I saw the movie about 10 o'clock in the morning. I think I was off. Didn't have to train anybody that day. Saw it in the morning in Dolby Cinema, premium cinema. And I wrote a review on Instagram shortly after and I use the the five star review scale you know zero stars to five stars basically the Empire Magazine uh, star review scale anyway I gave the movie three stars three out of five so let's keep these factors in um place it was in the morning um you're looking at this movie I was very excited for this to happen um, to see this and like oh, Justice League, we got Superman and all 
the big DC the DC characters in the live action movie. So, um, a lot of that review, which you can probably still find, well, you you can still find on Instagram. Um, go Pactus 2017. Good journey on that, and a lot of posts to go through. But a lot of that review was, um, just happiness that the movie existed. So. I went to go see it again a couple of days later, which would be Sunday. And after I saw that, I, 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 I was in a bit of a bit of denial the first time. But after the second time, it was undeniable that something was very wrong with the theatrical version of Justice League. Something very, very wrong. And by... The middle of the week after that Sunday, everybody was all over the internet about the behind the scenes trouble. Um, I don't think the Schneider released the Schneider cut hashtag would be released for a little while, but yeah. So now back to the movie. Um, I'm trying to remember how I reviewed it from that point of view. Now that I've seen the true version but I thought it was serviceable. Let me say that. That's that was the gist of my review. It was serviceable. I pointed out the flaws I thought the movie had. If I was to go back and re-review it, would change the star rating. I would give it. I would knock down at three stars to two and a half. The Batman chasing the burglar on the roof. It looked like a very. It looked like a episode of a CW TV show. I said that the first time I saw it. I didn't have to. And the editing was wonky. The reshoots sometimes were just painfully obvious from shot to shot. And, you know, makeup and people um, putting on a little weight. And it wasn't as distracting until Superman came into the movie. Um, the very first scene in the movie was just like, why? You get with the footage of the kids recording superman they they just should have put that on the cutting room floor that's the way you want to open up your justice league movie it, it, but from that it was just yeah we knew we were in for um a ride after that <laughs> and by the way you just know how out of touch josh whedon is um the two kids they're like definitely like seven or eight years old recording superman oh this is for a podcast i believe they said that but what kid that age has a podcast <laughs> give me a break but yeah it's um yeah to the 2017 it was serviceable i didn't leave the theater upset but i wasn't clamoring there to watch it again and um and the only reason i saw it the second time in theaters because i I had to go see it again with my wife <laughs> so i saw it the first time by myself so um yeah it was like i said serviceable i can't even i would almost use the word entertaining but the flaws of the movie especially from a person who knows a little bit about filmmaking and the filmmaking process um they stuck out like a sore thumb and I, I couldn't, I wouldn't go recommend it like, yeah, you gotta go see this, blah, 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 and this and that. And after that, we would get 
Uh, no, right before that, we have Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman movie, which is one of the better DCEU movies. After that, we would get um, a couple of more better um, DCEU movies, in my opinion, and Aquaman. And, but yeah, it's just the theatrical version was just like, what the hell? And, ugh. but anyway, yeah, like I said, two and a half stars for that. It was, it was just, um, I nicknamed it something yesterday. I called it a, a studio executives post-it note gumbo of a product. That's what I called the movie. And because of that, and because I, I'm surprised it came out as well as it did come out to be honest, that theatrical version of um, Justice League. It's crazy that they glued that together and made it. And I'm going to get to this word that um, somebody, a studio executive supposedly used later with the um, the Schneider version. But um, yeah, it's funny. I'm going to come back to that. But yeah, there's no reason to, except for comparison purposes, to watch this movie ever. <laughs> like, I don't see anybody saying, yeah, I'm going to sit down get the popcorn, get the drink, and watch this movie, the, the 2017 version. Now let's get into what I really want to talk about and probably what you all really want to hear. So, spoiler town, spoiler town, uh, spoilers all over this. So if you're, But if you're listening, most likely you've already watched the movie. But if you haven't, go watch Zack Schneider's Justice League and come back and listen to this podcast. So, uh, let's let's do this. Hold on. Uh, yeah, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> All right. So, Zack Schneider's Justice League, 2021, HBO, or I'm sorry, Max Original is what they're calling it. So, this movie is fantastic. It's amazing. It is almost flawless. Superbly. This is. So there's like this ongoing hate for Zack Schneider. I don't know what it is. I can. I hate man. I can understand if somebody's not a fan of his work. But you can't just sit there and say that this dude is a a bad filmmaker that's just that's just bullshit you know we got the marvel and the dc thing i'm like oh i think in one of my last podcasts i said hey man we got both and i'm gonna get to this <laughs> man um we we now live in a world where we have a, a live action movie with two of the best comic book villains ever in Darkseid and Thanos. Be happy we got both, man. But anyway, back to the movie. Zack Schneider obviously set out to make an epic an epic superhero story with this movie. And with um his his Justice League, Schneider with his Justice League this is exactly what we got. The movie is three hours and 
54 minutes you know uh, four hours and some change with credits the actual movie is a uh, three hours and 54 minutes it breezes by because you are busy being entertained with this story and speaking of story story structure from the very first um frame a story is boom is is being told with superman dying and his yells of death is what puts the story into motion is uh what a hell of a way to open up a movie man uh, any movie but it's, it's especially a superhero movie you know the death of one of the main characters is what starts the story is what ends the previous movie and starts this movie and so and do a little bit of comparison in the 2017 version um the mother boxes just randomly start waking up but with zion schneider's version we get this um spectacular spectacular reason of why this is happening so back to the movie the story structure and with story structure we get actual in this version we get actual character arcs holy moly with the with the flash the amazonians that was one of the 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 awesome parts in the movie there <laughs> man you know with flash the amazonians um cyborg's father is basically almost um a lead character in this movie and, and hey um it doesn't hurt to have more joe morton in your movie you know what i'm saying and speaking of which uh, ray fisher as cyborg initially and thank goodness it's restored zach schneider had designed Cyborg, the character of Cyborg, to be the sort of center of the story of this movie, Justice League. And that is restored. And like, boy, you see what a, a difference that it makes. But yeah, there's a whole. There's no wasted. There's no wasted. Well, anything. But um, as far as me talking about the story, there is no wasted any everything that's shown is shot there's nothing wasted i'm just saying it that way i was trying to think of something clever to say i'm just gonna say there's there's nothing wasted this is like wow and even down to the the different now there's a couple of scenes that did make it into the theatrical version from schneider um the wonder woman saving um the building from being blown up the superman returning <laughs> snicker <laughs> the superman returning scene where he fights the justice league um like there's little editing beats that are in literally the same from shot to shot is an improvement in this version like wow even like some of the same line deliveries are better the choosing the right take can make such a such a difference and tone good god you don't realize how horrible josh whedon's humor could be look at me i'm, I'm 
going back to bashing the theatrical version. That's not what I was trying to do. But um, back to the uh, Zack Schneider version. Is this runtime justified? Yeah. I mentioned that a bit ago, a um, couple of minutes ago. Yeah. If you have a, if you're a filmmaker and you have a story to tell, you should be able to tell your story. And Schneider does a fantastic job of this. And another thing, um, a lot of people aren't complaining about it, and I'm glad that they aren't. This one thing I'm about to mention, and that's the aspect ratio. So, the movie is presented in an aspect ratio of um, one. 133 to 1. So basically um, a 4-3 image on your screens where the image is taller and not wider. The black bars are on the sides of the image instead of the top. And uh, the crazy thing is, it's been confirmed Zack Schneider filmed this movie. Um, the actual movie wasn't shot. And I'm with IMAX cameras, but it was shot in, in basically an IMAX format, being taller instead of wider. And you do a quick comparison, you can see that it's been confirmed. It's not an opinion of mine. It's been confirmed that the theatrical version, which is presented in a, presented in a 185 to 1 ratio, 16 by 9 when you watch it on your TV, is actually the cropped version. And um, I'm old enough to remember back in the day when uh, VHS tapes, movies were formatted to fit your screen. Basically, that's the theatrical version of Justice League. That's the cropped version. And Zack Schneider's version is the true aspect ratio. And you do not think about it like at all. It's, it's crazy how, how Schneider uses that frame. And the four by three ratio is... um like wow a lot of filmmakers are actually using it it seems to be making a big comeback uh, most recently what are some movies that used it um, um this movie had multiple ratios but it used this one the grand budapest hotel the lighthouse used four by three um a couple of years ago a whole a ghost story used it and it's just um an awesome ratio and i'm glad it's actually seeing being used creatively by filmmakers but anywho, back to the movie. Like, so about three and a half hours of um, this movie is footage that we've never seen until we watched it. And it's just nuts to me that the studio was willing to just discard an entire freaking movie. Like literally leave money on a shelf because of ego. And I was speaking to somebody else earlier about this. It's amazing how powerful and destructive an ego could be. Now, when you all watch this movie, um, even whether you like it or you hate it, you got to agree with me here what I'm about to say. So, Zack Schneider had actually a completed version, a completed cut of the movie. And like um, I said, spoilers here. The only, there was only a couple of scenes in the, um, the Justice League you'll see on HBO Max that wasn't in this cut that he showed the studio executives. That was the um, recurring nightmare scene 
the nightmare with a K. And I believe the scene where um spoilers people remember if you haven't watched it yet. And the other scene is when Martian Manhunter visits Bruce Wayne at the end. Supposedly, those are the only two scenes that were um, additional photography for the Schneider's version. So he showed everything else cut, um, be it without um, the visual effects totally completed and probably not a final sound mix. And they said this movie was unwatchable. They used that word that it's been confirmed that multiple studios X said it was unwatchable. That's amazing. The movie. Y'all, <laughs> y'all was so y'all head was so far up y'all ass that y'all thought Snyder's version was unwatchable. And yet you released what you released in 2017. Wow. That's nuts, man. Um, Yeah. So talk about having egg on your face. These these um, I'm not naming names. I'm not here to bash names. That's a whole nother episode talking about um how these knucklehead um people were acting um, behind the scenes with you know you know who they are. But anyway, I'm like wow, that's that's just amazing that you know these they were just willing to leave this. I'm glad Schneider he took the movie with him. He literally downloaded the movie and put it on his laptop. So. I bet you these these petty knuckleheads would have probably deleted the entire movie just just to make a point. That's just ridiculous. But uh, I think this movie is a grand, amazing, epic scale of a fantastic superhero movie. This is this while they're not going to let it be canon. This is the definitive version of Justice League live action movie. This should be the only version of that movie you watch. Actually, um, James Wan and Patty Jenkins and um, David Ayer, you know, they were consulting with Schneider based on their story structure of their movies that be a Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Suicide Squad. They were basing their story structure around the Schneider's version of the movie. So because the, um, those little twerps at Warner Brothers don't want to admit, they want to let it, don't want to let it be canon. We know what it is, man. And they can they can't take that away from us, especially not now, because um the truth is out. Um, the Schneider haters, hey man whatever like i said a couple of minutes ago even if you don't like the movie to call it unwatchable is just <laughs> it's just plain old idiotic and petty mm, that's good good drink <laughs> but no that's and that's all it can be and as a person as anyone any all of you out there as anybody who's ever created anything it's um this is a great thing to see as an artist as anybody who's ever whether it be a, a drawing or a poem a piece of music some lyrics whatever being creative creating anything and being able to entertain people with it be being able to have it see the light of day 
Uh, you know, that's that's a victory in itself for that. And, it, and, it, and if you don't like, and a lot of people don't for whatever reason, don't like Schneider, you got to give him that. <laughs> because he's had a, a, a real rough um, last four years, man. Like, come on. Give the dude his due. Yeah. <laughs> but um anyway. Uh yeah, uh, my star rating for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um I gave the theatrical version two and a half. And I've been thinking long and hard about um and with a little context, I think Man of Steel, Man of Steel gets better with every freaking viewing. It initially wasn't the best received when it came out. I liked it back then, but I think it gets better. I think Man of Steel is the best movie of the DCEU, the very young um, comic book universe, comic book movie universe. That's my opinion on that. Man of Steel is the best DCEU movie. It is a five star movie, in my opinion, in my book. And now I got to put Zack Schneider's Justice League right under it. And my star rating for this is five stars. Five out of five. It's just amazing sitting there watching this. And halfway watched it um again twice. It's... it's Something special, even outside of the movie, something special has really happened here and they don't want it to happen, but it might turn the tides of Hollywood with creativity of filmmakers. You know, the release the Schneider Cut campaign was non-toxic, even though a lot of people tried to come in and make it that way. It showed fandom how fandom should be. That's my humble opinion about that. And out of, out of a result of that, we got something amazing that's going to be with us forever. And that's just... That is just I can't even put in words how you make that feel. Or how that makes us as fans feel you know in the last couple of years we've had some pretty damn amazing superhero movies and these movies are now being respected as works of art because they are and they should be but yeah Zack Snyder Justice League highly recommended please watch it hopefully you'll enjoy it as much as I did uh, I'll leave you with that. Um, check out my Instagram. Um, check out my Twitter. Trying to build that up. Sigmund Cinema for both Instagram, Twitter. And as always, check out my previous episodes if you haven't heard them. I thought I was leaving there, didn't you? But yeah, if always, as always, go check those out. Tell your friends about the podcast and leave some um, reviews. I think you could do that now on um, however you listen. But enough with the babbling 
and be excellent to each other. See you soon.